So maybe what artists are experts at is going into the unknown and trying things out and figuring out where the boundaries are and finding their way back and then failing and starting all over again. And that creativity piece where you're just willing to try and not know where it's going to go and not even know if you're going to like it. You may not like the music you make or the songs you write or the the art you make, but someone else might love it. And that's something else is that you, you might just have to give it out into the into the world and see what happens and be pleasantly surprised with what happens. And sometimes the surprise is what people actually like is so absurdly different and confusing than what you think they'll like or what you thought you liked. I'm always surprised by that. People's taste in different things. Sometimes you're just waiting to find the person that sees the world like you do. And then they dig your work and you are happy that they found you and you have this connection. I was talking about how a baby learns to crawl and then learns how to walk. And watching a young child learn how to walk, first they stand up on the furniture and hold onto it and take one step and fall. And then they do that again and again and again. And then if they need to get somewhere quickly, they always go back to crawling. They see something they want to get quickly. But in that time that they're learning to walk, they are falling all the time, but they don't really cry. They're not frustrated unless they're really tired or something. They're just learning. So this is reminds me that I like the feeling of failing and trying something and failing and trying something and trying to figure it out. And it's just part of the process of learning something new is that you have to walk out into the unknown and try it out and and completely fail and bomb and not do it right and you know that's just part of the process of trying anything new and there's been a lot of times in my life and teaching is one of them just going into a classroom and every year it feels like that a little bit where you start out the school year and you're like, what? How do I do this? What? How did I do this before? You mean the kids are just going to listen to me? And it's not, it's not that simple, but it's everybody, it's a collaborative process. You can't really do it until you're in there doing it. The same thing with podcasting. I can't, I can read 10 books on it and then plan it all out and not buy a microphone and wait till I have the right microphone and all this stuff or I can just get started and try it and learn as I go which I think is the best way to do it and that's just how everybody learns anything so my youngest daughter is going to have a first year teacher hasn't taught before and I met with him had a nice conversation and I ended up talking to him about some things that I learned being a teacher over the last 15 years or so. 
One of the things I found myself talking about was making sure that you celebrate the students to their parents. Making sure that when you reach out to a parent that you are always saying something good 10 times before you say anything that they need to work on. And never wait till conferences to tell a parent something about their student that maybe needs to be worked on. Um, parents know their kids really well. They know their weaknesses, they know their strengths, and often they know exactly what they struggle with at school because it's probably some of the same things they struggled with. Um, but most kids are, I really believe most kids are good kids. They come to school, they want to have fun, they want to learn, they want to eat lunch, they want to do recess. I'm an art teacher now, they want to do art, they want to do gym. They just are interested in the world. They're not interested in sitting down and doing things that are really, really hard or take a long time because they're just not built that way. Doesn't mean you can't build up to like really intense things or they can't learn things that are complex, but the idea that students come to you and need to be molded into something that they're not is not a good educational philosophy. And I was lucky enough to teach Montessori for all those years and see students progress at their own rate, feel comfortable, feel safe, you know, get, give students things that are challenging when they're looking for something challenging or let them master something that is right within the wheelhouse of what they're looking for. Um, a lot of teachers have been to education school in order to become a teacher, but the philosophy side of education rarely exposes teachers to things like um, unschooling and what that is, or free democratic schooling, or the history of education in general, like the real history of of how children have learned over centuries. And a lot of, if you think even critically about this at all, is that children mostly have learned from the adults around them by watching. So when kids are very young, they're watching all the time. And they're trying and they're practicing. And they're, you ever watch a child learn how to walk? They walk, they try, and they fall, and 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 then they get one foot up, and they kind of balance for a second, 